Welcome to Success Superstars, your place for inspiration and the blueprint of success for peak performers just like you. And my special guest today, Glenn Wagner. Glenn, welcome. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. Hey, congratulations on an amazing 2021 and all of your success. Was it your best year ever? It was. And what that just didn't happen by accident in one of the toughest markets in American history, real estate markets. You had your best year ever. How did that happen? You know, Mark, I think it, it really stems back to uh, the, the start of COVID. I got a little concerned about marketing back in those days, and I really, really pushed hard. I, I kept pushing, and I pushed early. And I found out that uh, all that effort, you know, it, it reaped rewards months down the line. Uh, I really focused on the new build market because uh, it was so trying to get into the pre-owned. So uh, several of my sales were new build. Uh, and I found that when I when I got uh, those new clients, you know, I just had to continue nurturing, nurturing. And I was I was developing a, a larger sphere. I saw my uh, my ratio from sphere to online lead sources, those kind of things changed dramatically. It went from about uh, 85, 15, 15% being sphere and 85 being online leads or some other generation point to becoming closer to a 50, 50 split, which was ideal for me. Yeah. And, you know, back to fundamentals, you, you know, marketing, persistence, consistency, all of those things I, I saw in you during this period of time. The other thing I think I did that was different was, uh, you know, last year was my first full year of, uh, real coaching. I, I won't say, I don't want to disparage Brian Buffini. I started with Brian Buffini. Uh, I kept with him for the first year, uh, about six months, nine months. And then I transitioned over to Tom Ferry, uh, implemented a lot of those systems and just kept on driving with it. And uh, that combined with our environment really was a, a secret for success there. Yeah. Have you found that coaching, no matter who the coach is, that one of the key components is accountability? Is, is that one of the components or is it also the marketing ideas and execution ideas? I think if I had to put one thing at the top, it would be accountability. Um, all the other stuff is gravy. It's great stuff. There's a ton of shiny objects out there. But I had that discussion with my coach actually last week, and I'm going to be talking to him again here in about a half hour. But I, I really think that without accountability, you kind of get lost in the sauce. It's, it's just uh, you got to have somebody holding your feet to the fire. Uh, even the, the big CEOs out there, I think, in these major companies are – uh, they, a lot of them have coaching of some kind. Mm -hmm. They all do, including yours truly. And all of the Tom Ferry coaches, is you know, tell your coach hello, because more than likely I know them. Uh, okay. Tell them I said hello. Uh, well, you've also had a couple pivots where you, you tried some things with the team. Uh, necessarily, that may not have worked, and, and you're pivoting that. You know, not everything is perfect. Uh, t tell us what you've learned through through uh, the team formation and now going back uh, solo for a temporary period of time. Yeah, I I did try to do a team and I really gave it my all. I was doing all the I became a coach to them and they were not uh, the right selections. I read your six points, your guide. I found that uh, you know I I didn't follow it. I didn't read it beforehand, mm -hmm. and. I, I proved it to be true, though, because after I got done with the, the team part, you know, I let them go for a year. And after that one year commitment I gave to them, I said, hey, I've got to put this away. You know, I chose them for the wrong reasons. They had jobs. They had this. They had that. There just wasn't uh, wasn't a good fit. They're good people. I really like working with them. 
Uh, I felt bad to kind of push them off on their own. You know, I put them back with a mentor, but I just could not take up my time and risk, you know, my clients to somebody that was not going to be all in. And uh, and that's what it takes. You got to be all in. You got to be all in. Level 10. You, you can't you can't get to your level of performance. You can't get to level 10 performance with level one habits, right? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, if if I took one tool away from you, your, your favorite tool that you couldn't live without, what would it be? Coaching. Coaching. So it'd be number one. So if I took that away, it'd be like, oh man, that's a disaster. Got it. Yeah, I think I lose that accountability aspect to be pretty critical. What about your uh, CRM? Is that an important part of your business? It is. It's not everything. Uh, the CRM is a tool. There's, I have probably seven, eight tools I use. The CRM is one of them. Uh, for my, what I found with CRMs is they didn't really control the operations of the business very well. I use Trello for my daily task list, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and uh, keeping current matters. I use that for, for gleaning all those good insights to give to my clients, customers. And uh, there's other things to automate systems. You know, Client Giant is another one you can use to go ahead and uh, push gifting out to clients on a routine basis. Um, I found Expresso Agent, uh, and there's others too, Vulcan 7, but for maybe using those for dialers, BombBomb uh, -bomb linked up with other things. You know, I use HomeBot and such too. BombBomb -bomb is great. I can push out database emails and push out 300 emails at a time with a specific message uh, on video. Uh, HomeBot is great for engaging those customers that uh, you want to, maybe they're people you know, and you're going to hit them up five years later for how their house equity has grown. And that has been a, uh, a godsend, I think, too. So a lot of tools out there. A lot of tools. What is your approach and system post the sale? You, you know, so many folks after the sale is over, um, research shows that, you know, 90% of consumers would use this again, but only 25% do because after the sale, we tend to forget about them. What what do you do after the sale to stay in touch and, and to increase retention of clients? I think the CRM comes into play there a little bit. I use Sierra Interactive and GGMS for that, but I also uh, interact with them on a quarterly basis on purpose. Um, I try to uh, at least every six months shoot them some kind of a, uh, an equity snapshot, and typically that's with HomeBot. If they reply back, I go back with a full-up CMA and uh, tell them if it was accurate. You know, it's automated, so it's not perfect, but it is a tool to uh, to keep customer engagement. And after the sale, I mean, it's really about just marking your calendar and getting uh, routine follow-ups. And I like to touch base. Uh, you know, I, I cycle through my whole database, but you know, once a quarter, once every six months for sure, that I want to reach out and touch everybody. Yeah, that's great. Well, any words of wisdom you'd like to share uh, with the audience? We have folks listening from all over the world in real estate sales and mortgage and finance. What uh, what would you like to share with the audience today? Wow, yeah, there's a lot, but I'd keep it short. I, I guess I would say, you know, life experiences kind of lead to conversations. It's the open door uh, and everybody has life experiences no matter how long they've been. I was military for 27 years, so I've got a lot of things to talk about that way. And, you know, then you bring in credibility and trust and then they get comfortable with you. So I think that's uh, that's a lead into the the customer business, but also the, the balance and education experience, focusing on your database. And when you lose uh, sight of the goals, I think that you have to have, you got to focus if, if you, you know, just in chaos, I look back at what are my money making activities? Am I doing one right now? Am I wasting my time? 
what do I need to be doing right now to uh, to excel? And so trying to keep that mindset is key for me. That'd be my takeaways probably. I love it. The money-making activities. And thank you for your service, by the way. Yes, sir. Well, there we have it. That's our episode of Success Superstars and some tidbits on success from Glenn Wagner. Glenn, thank you so much. Yes, sir. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye-bye.